Meteor, I think, was their album that I really like. If I had to listen to Linkin Park, I would listen to that album. Meteor. Yeah. I, I think Meteor was the like the only one I listened to. Yeah. Which was the one that had the uh, at Backside Attack? At Big Save. Uh, which was the one that? Yeah, we're oh, okay. Yeah. Too. The one that had the um, the remixes. It had all the like uh, the hip hop and the the metal. They all came in like did remixes of the Linkin Park tracks. Oh, that's what was that with Jay Z? Oh, like, that, I think that was, of... that was the one that they released after Hybrid Theory. It was like the right. Yeah, was it after Hybrid Theory? Yeah, I think it was. Okay, I think it's, I think the album is called Reanimated. Reanimated, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. I like quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I just realized like all your songs just sound the same. Like in Park, I couldn't uh, I couldn't mm-hmm. stick with it. Like as a, as a long running fan. Yeah, I think after Meteora, and then the other the only song I, the only song that I really got into I like really liked after that was that new Divide song by from Transformers. That was good. It was a, it was a catchy song, and then uh, yeah, I just yeah. didn't I, I stopped listening to them after that. But uh, well, even New Divide was just it was just another Linkin Park. It song. was another Linkin Park song. Yeah, it was exactly. the same as all the other songs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they they're like I found that they were the new version of the um, what's it called uh, ACDC, where they found the they found a sound. Yeah, 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 and they just stuck yeah. with it. Yeah. They found they found a, and they were tune, successful. Yeah, a sound that hit. Yeah, an earwormy kind of a, a click. It was, yeah, it was like uh, yeah, just like, like kind of electronic mixed yeah. with hip hop, mixed with a rock and heavy metal. Just much like like CDC. Yeah, <laughs> electronic hip hop. Yep. Yeah, just like hardcore. Yeah, I love that. I love that remix that ACDC did the Jay Z. That was <laughs> a, that was rad too. No, yeah. but it's I'm okay with it. I mean, like it's for somebody. Like I, I like ACDC. Yeah, like there's. I know it's not for everybody. Yeah, they had like they had a huge. Fun. I, I think more more so than their sound is what I think what uh, I guess what Chester sang about. What I think a lot of people could resonate with. It's a lot of stuff like what his uh, being in his room, mad at his parents. Yeah, just uh, being fucked up and just uh, in his um, room. Yeah, like the, the shit I heard from stories. I was doing some research back this a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, like actual research. Yeah, the okay. stuff like he actually like. Um, it's not that Mike Shinoda was talking about, like just how how fucked up he would get, and like right. even before he met him and stuff, like that, and how like yeah, it was pretty. Like I'm not, I'm not like um, it was sad when he passed away, right? Because you don't know, see like he's one of the biggest musicians in the world, and uh, oh, he at the time yeah. of his passing, he was huge, yeah, and um, yeah, just iconic voice, I think for sure, yeah. You know, you're listening to Lincoln Park, oh yeah, yeah, and so yeah, but it was just um, the stories that I, I read, and then what Mike was talking about. You saw on the Howard Stern show; he was just on there right. recently. And um, yeah, it was just like holy shit, this guy, uh, this guy had problems. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot of what we don't we don't see behind the scenes, right? Like there are a yeah. lot of those guys out there who've got real, like, real psychological trauma, mm-hmm. and they're singing about it. And all their songs might be the same. Uh, hey, there it is. I saw he's behind the back. Mm-hmm. It might be the same sound to us. Like I always thought of Lincoln Park as every song was about like fuck you, mom, fuck you, dad. Mm-hmm. I'm in my room. I'm drawing. Yeah, I'll do some meth, but then I'll get better and write a song. But, like, every song was that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me what to do! And then it's like, you just do the same thing you're always doing. Mm-hmm. But, like, we don't know what's going on in his life. We have yeah. no idea what his reality is. Yeah, and I think I've come to, like, terms or with that. Or kids who deal with, kids like him. Right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what kind of, I think that's what drew a lot of people to their music. Is yeah. like, a lot about, because uh, people even say, like, you know, if you, like, um, listen, if I was watching some YouTube videos of, like, you know, people just reacting to some of their songs, and they're like, uh... Yeah, it helped me get through a lot of dark times. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can see it. Because they, they can, it, it brings like it humanizes like them. They're like, you know what? Everyone has problems. It humanizes. It yeah. uh, destigmatizes. Like it takes a lot of the um, the pain that certain kids might be feeling, and then it's out there in the world, so they're, they're not alone in feeling that way. Yeah, and I think a lot of people right. say like, you know what? I can't articulate how I'm feeling, but the way he sings it is yeah. like, yeah, I couldn't word it any better. Like I, I, was, right. I was, I'm looking for the words to describe how I feel, and I'm like. If I could just tell my parents, like, or like my friends or whatever, if I'm going through something, I'm like, yeah, play them, read these lyrics. Yeah. This is what I'm going through. Read this. Yeah. Fuck you, mom. Read this. Yeah. Fuck so, you, mom. Yeah. Read so, this. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, just, um, yeah, the guy was, the guy was, like, Jester was really fucked up, but, yep. I mean, you know, like, you can't deny there was a lot of musical talent there, too. Like, the songs were, they did that with that one reanimated, but the album that was all the remixes of. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the album was. But that album was a lot of fun the first time I heard it. Yeah, I think iconic I think, album. Yeah, I think music wise, I think they're, they're like if I had to I, if I had to like classify Linkin Park's music, it's just it was just fun music li- to listen to. No songs were over like I'm all fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, no, I mean, dark I mean, shit. No, I'm, I'm talking like just their music. Just but like you know, it was it had like, a great hook. Yeah, great hook. Yeah. They had great hooks. They weren't long. There was there was no song over five minutes. Um, they're just like they pack they pack so much music into like into like three and a half minutes of, of a right. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is rare. Yeah, no, it's, they they really nailed a sweet spot sound. Yeah, right? it was like it was like intro, chorus, chorus, break, breakdown, or Chester screaming, and then right. a, then a final, then a lyric, chorus, end. Yeah, just yeah. Three, three and a half minutes. Right, like, that's it. And they, they they just follow that formula. And um, 
And it, it really worked for them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like emo, where emo got really annoying, because every single band... That's the thing, like, in emo music, every band sounded the same. Yeah. Whereas Linkin Park sounded like Linkin Park. Yeah, they had... Korn they had, sounded like Korn. Yeah, exactly. They had, they had a sound. Yeah, they had yeah. a sound. Mm-hmm. Other other people might have ripped them off, but those bands didn't really last that long. No, exactly. So people who do, people who sound like them try to copy them. Is that, right. I think that's a lot... That's the same for a lot of bands, like... Nickelback. Nickelback. Um, in the early 2000s, that sound was, like, Nickelback, Rake... Like all those bands, they all sound the same. Yeah. Who's, uh, a, who's another one? Uh, who's that? What's that one band uh, that sounds like U two? That big band. Uh, Mumford and Sons. No. Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah. Those ones. Uh, yeah. Coldplay. Coldplay does not have a sound. They sound. <laughs> they try to sound like U two. I'll tell you what. That's their sound. They I sound was like U2. Uh, yeah. up until like um, what was the one that, that came out about seven or eight years ago? Fuck, that I was, never. That was I like in the soccer and shit. Up until then, I had every Coldplay album. X X X Y. And you know what? They were all good. I thought they were all decent. They all had a good sound. I have no shame admitting that. That's fine. Some people fucking love Nickelback. I, I, I like the people. I've met them a few times. They're good, good homies. Not really my thing. Mm-hmm. But Coldplay, I actually didn't hate on them the way everybody else hated on that, that thing. That mm-hmm. YouTube and that Mumford. Uh, not YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. That Mumford's and Coldplay sound. Yeah. Like, I didn't really hate on that thing until, like, the most recent albums, which all do kind of sound the same. Yeah, they, they've yeah. de-evolved into that sound. Yeah, I'd rather listen to new Mumford & Sons than listen to new U2. I'll say that, though. Oh, uh, that's, that's rough, man, because, yeah. like, Mumford & Sons blows. Yeah. Like, that's a shit band right there. Yeah, I think they're just... I can't listen to them anymore, but, uh... uh Were you ever... What, you mean U2, or...? I like for, mean for you too. Yeah, I was a huge U two fan. Oh, I think growing our, up, our yeah. generation, yeah, our generation, massive. There are there there are generation. I was I lean. I was like, I, I like their albums. Like up until Act Tongue Baby and an album after that one. Um, that's when I was like the, after that one. I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I can't listen to them anymore. They're yeah. just like it's just the music is not like does it's not invent, inventive anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the fly with like the album Act Tongue Baby was just like that. That was their magnum opus, I think. Oh, it's so rad! It's so good. It, yeah. That like acting, acting, but acting, 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 baby. Yeah. That's that's the album that if you don't if you don't follow you two and you're not a fan of you two mm-hmm. in your head, when you're trying to explain to somebody a you two song, mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to explain. Yeah, it's, it's uh, that album is that what you're trying to tell people. Yeah, I think that's where they made the major shift into their sound. Right, where it's like that kind of like holy shit, this is a new you two. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. love this. It right? wasn't boy. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it was just uh, it wasn't war. It wasn't anything. It was just like. They're like, you know what? This is our song. We're going to enter the 90s as a new band, basically. But then right? every album afterwards is different. Every, yeah, and then every album was after that. I was just like, this is just... I, I couldn't listen to it. I'm like, this is just not not for me anymore. I don't think after Act Tongue Baby. I think it was after um, like well, the Elevation Tour. Yeah, the, after the, Elev- yeah, after the yeah. Elevation Tour. That's after what I that, I was like, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what? I think I think yeah. we hit a wall here, mm-hmm. and we all have to just stop. Yeah, I think they were just making music for the sake of making music. Right. After they that was... They weren't making the music they liked to make. I think they were just making music True. to make money. Yeah. And well, so, well, maybe not money, no, but there was no passion. Uh, uh, no passion. Yeah, there's no passion there. Yeah. It's like I think like that kind of thing happens sometimes where maybe you're not you're not driven by just making money, but you're driven by being you think you're doing something innovative, but you're not. No, it's the, yeah, they stopped like they they stopped having a, like a good sound. Like I don't know, I, I don't know how to put it, but like their music just sounded like just stale, um, stale. super yeah. stale. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, well yeah, the YouTube yeah they burned out. I think um, uh, I know why Bono has wears those glasses now. Because uh-huh. he, 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 yeah, yeah, he does. He literally does have an eye, eye problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I just I don't find like their music just they don't really. They I don't think they really want to make the music they they want to make. Right. They, they evolve their sound at the risk of of risk of losing fans or whatever. And I think that a perfect example of that is like is Depeche Mode, where like they continue to make the music they want to make, mm-hmm. and the masses still come. Yes. And so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That was on the uh, the list of notes. How do you feel about the uh, the news? Yeah, the, I was surprised. I was surprised that, that that they didn't announce it like before on their on their on their tour list because I'm like they, when they came here last time, it was mm-hmm. a packed house. Yeah, they rocked it. The drummer was wearing an Oilers jersey. I think it was yeah. just they wearing it so like you know like so Dave Goss would be like, hey, welcome, yeah, Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was the Steven Tyler one? Hello, Cleveland! Yeah. Or what was like, what? Hey, oh. Steven, we're in Springfield. Oh, sure. but, yeah, yeah. That was the, yeah, this, this, the Simpsons episode. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You didn't care. Are yeah. you ready to rock? You ready to rock? You yeah. don't care what name I say. I'll say a name, you'll still cheer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I'm glad. Uh, Pre sale goes up on the, the 21st in yeah. Edmonton. So, yeah, I'll be buying tickets for sure. Oh, for sure. You I mean, that's, uh, I, you know, I think I'd be wasting that one. Mm. For real. I mean, not that I don't like Depeche Mode, and mm. I appreciate the uh, the ask there, but I feel like I would be wasted as a, as a, like a, uh, a concert goer. What am I doing? I'm doing it wrong. 
<laughs> Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be wasted as like a, a Depeche at a Depeche Mode concert. Mm-hmm. Violator, and that's kind of it for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only track that I, I I probably burned out that CD. I listened to it so much. Yeah, I burned that tape out when I was when I was when it came out. At yeah, when it came 1989, out. 1989, right? 1990. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, Violator for yeah, me is yeah, huge. I, yeah. Well, how old was I? Oh my god. Oh, we were fourteen. No, younger than that even. Uh, in in 1990? 1990, I was... Uh, 1990, I was 12. You were 12 in 1990? Were we 12 in 1990? Yeah. 1978? God, yeah, man. The memory's yeah. starting to get yeah. 78 to 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we were 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, burned that t- I burned that tape out. Yeah, yeah just about. Yeah, I remember I had a little cassette and I lost it. Mm-hmm. And I remember the cassette was great because it was on the first ones, the liner, like, like real liner notes in it mm-hmm. that I had where it had like all the notes and the, the black and white art. Yeah. It was like the white on black art. It was just like rad. It was so, and everything was red. I really enjoyed it. I couldn't find it, and I grabbed the CD somewhere, mm-hmm. like a Kmart or a Zellers. Yeah, it's like a like an eight ninety nine CD because mm-hmm. it was like probably mass produced, and they were dropping the price on a lot of shit. Probably. And I just, I mean, it was one of those CDs I played and I played and I played, and I just without the case, it was fucking everywhere. I had a Sound Blaster because mm-hmm. I remember we bought our first computer and I installed a Sound Blaster uh, CD train yeah. to it, mm-hmm. and I just destroyed that CD. Yeah, it's, it was great uh, though. Yeah, I think yeah everything I, like fuck I, yeah I just can't. Depression. I think I have like, I have too much of everything from them. I've seen them too many times. Uh, oh, that's yeah, fine. That's yeah, your that's they're, your they're band, great, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah so like they'll, they'll be coming here in November. So yeah, looking forward That'd to it. There's a lot of um, concerts that can get me out of the house anymore. Like really, when it comes to like a real a gigantic show, not a lot where I'm gonna be where I'm gonna be frontline or like you know trying to make sure I get my tickets or find a scalper if I can't. I can't think of one that I would actually try like really hard to get into. Maybe because I've seen a bunch. I mean, I worked in concert halls. Maybe like, yeah. most of my youth, so I've seen a lot. I've already seen a lot of bands. Oh, I, I've got something for you, hmm. and I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. But okay. uh, but you'll you'll see it. It's over there. Yeah, I think the one it's band related. Oh, okay, yeah, thanks, man. The um, I think the only band, I, the two bands I want to see live again, um, actually three, um, um, would well, be news. news would be number one because just the spectacle of it would be great. Um, I think. Rage would be awesome mm-hmm. if Zach's leg wasn't broken. Uh oh. Yeah, and then uh, we we're supposed to go on that. We we're supposed to go to that concert, but they got canceled. And I think uh, also would be uh, if Massive Attack would was yep. playing. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? Massive Attack would be pretty great. They're great live. That was I saw a big Massive Attack. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That's that's actually not bad. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing that. Muse would be good if you can get in there and you know. Like just, actually get the concert. Yeah, like the concert. Yeah, music would be like great because like you could like the the music would be great, but this is this the scope and scale of that uh, of the show of now. the show would be insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I only saw them when they were like just starting, starting out. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I, I don't think in I late nineties. Really right? Was that when you saw them? No, uh, two thousand five or six. It was at Reds. Um, maybe two thousand people in the audience. Two thousand, yeah. maybe twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. and nobody like nobody knew who the hell they were. Yeah, it was just the the crowd did. The crowd mm-hmm. was already like gigantic Muse fans. Yeah. But when they were coming in, the uh, the concert promoters like, hey, we got this band coming in. Shouldn't need a whole lot of guys. Yeah. Like like have three or four guys doing security, two or three bartenders. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of a show. Yeah. So I was like, all right, no no big deal. So it's me and one of my other guys working the crowd, the front stage, and another guy working the front door. So I just I didn't want to have like the boring work the front door gig. So I worked the stage. I thought if somebody else crowd surf, whatever, I'll catch them. No big deal. It wasn't that kind of crowd at all. Mm-hmm. Me and my guy I was with are with the crowd. Just turned out watching the show. Yeah, it was just such a cool experience being this small venue, uh, and it was during um, uh, what was it the the not uh, not black holes and revelations. The album was all flying. Absolution. Absolution. Mm-hmm. It was the Absolution album. Mm-hmm. So it was that track, and they played it pretty much beginning to end. Yeah. Was that it was Absolution or Origins of <clears throat> Symmetry? No, Origins is before that. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. This is this Absolution. Is Absolution. Yeah. It was uh, they, and there were some Origins of Symmetry in there as well, but they yeah. did Absolution beginning to end. Yeah. And it was just like bananas. Mm-hmm. You could like thinking back now, I can totally get the rock opera thing they're going for now mm-hmm. because that's that's what they did with three guys on a stage. Yeah. A, a shitty stage. Like, Reds was a nice big place, but that stage wasn't great for a. No, I like think a yeah, rock the, opera. Yeah, there, I think like, like music would be like if I had to kin it to like, they're a mix of like, uh, just like rock. But they they had like a, if I had to like one, have one band where they kind of like took a lot from mm-hmm. it would be Queen. I've always thought that for me, Muse is like if David Bowie wasn't Queen. Yeah, like if David Bowie wasn't Queen, mm-hmm. that's what I think Muse would have been like. Yeah, it's like that kind of hey, we're already great. But let's do some wild shit. Too. Yeah, this is some wild shit. Like yeah. this is some really wild shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, just a lot of electronics. Um, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like when 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 uh, when bands actually mix in with like. Um, other things that are not like associated with their music, like you know, if they do like more like if rock does a lot more electronic. Mm-hmm. If a lot of electronic adds more of like a more 
um, natural instruments and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah there has, I think they're, they, they add on together. Like, organic music is fine. Like, you just stick to yep. one genre. But, like, yeah, you know what? Like, add some more, more um, like, add to what, what, your, what your music is missing or For you sure, haven't, right? haven't tried yet. So, yeah. I mean, it's rare that that's really happened in, in big numbers, too, right? Like, maybe S&M was the last time I think it really was, like, it really took off. Yeah. Where you had, like, this, hey, we do a lot of great heavy metal. But let's get some let's get some strings in there. Let's get a complete orchestra behind us. Yeah, I think let's get Michael. Was it Michael Kamen? Let's get Kamen to come in there and like back the entire thing. Yeah, I think the only time. Yeah, I think uh, also I think right after Violator because Depeche Mode was actually really programming everything in their computers mm-hmm. and synthesizers. And then after that, when Songs of Faith and Devotion came out, they were like, let's let's get on stage and play some instruments. Let's get on the guitar. Let's get right. on the drums. Let's do this. And um, so yeah, they had like bands should have really good talented musicians not just guys who can like um who can, who are just good at programming and stuff like that for like, sure it's good like you know the where guys are like you know what i'm multifaceted i can play the guitar i can play the drums i can program i can do all this stuff right and i think phil like, collins yeah phil collins no, great phil example collins, yeah exactly, exactly. Right? genesis well, great example yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no i think that's important i think mm-hmm. it's really important to have like a, at least one guy in the band who is the everything guy yeah because i mean you're gonna you're gonna eventually i think it's gonna be the Coldplay thing right where sooner or later you're gonna just become that guy or that band with that sound yeah and nobody's gonna give a shit no one's gonna give a shit yeah but if you have the ability to branch out and do some wild shit like hey i know we do a lot of synthesizers we do a lot of you know we break out the old roland yeah every show how about this one we put the roland away you play a fucking piano yeah and then I'll play guitars, and uh, old Mikey in the back does drums like he's supposed to. Yeah. And you just do some live wild stuff. Like when the grill is, when you see the grill is live. Oh, yeah. Like, it, well, how fun is that when you see Albert out front? And you're like, oh, yes, he's actually playing the character, and we're going to see them live on Letterman. And you, your kind of mind is blown a little bit. Yeah, Gorillas is awesome. Gorillas great. Yeah. I love the Gorillas. So, uh, I'm, speaking of seeing things on YouTube or looking at things, uh, this is a terrible segue. You just basically showed me something on YouTube about. Uh, Bennington, I'm just I'm segueing I'm segueing yep. from 17 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch the trailer for the Flash? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And what do you think about it? Uh, what, are your, what are your views? Because I have plenty. Uh, I want to see it because yeah. I have, I, but I haven't seen any of the DCU movies at all. No, I've seen like I've seen Man of Steel. I've seen, I haven't seen Justice League. You haven't seen Justice League. I haven't seen Wonder. I've seen Wonder Woman one, the first one. Oh. And then, um, and I've seen uh, Batman versus Superman. I've well, seen those. Yeah, the, the only one you're missing is Aquaman. I've seen Aquaman. Oh, yeah, the only one you're missing yeah. is Aquaman too. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, and I don't remember anything from them. Or Wonder Woman too. Yeah, but like those don't matter anyway. Those don't matter anyway because they're they're gone. Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember shit from them. I uh, after watching the trailer for the the new Flash Flashpoint, what are they going to call it? Yeah, the Flash. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like they're giving Michael Keaton his his moment now. Yeah, and I think that's why they scrapped this uh, this Batgirl movie to give him his Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, hope because so, like, yeah. goddamn, does he look good? He looks really good. The car looked great. The mm-hmm. fight scene looked great. Like his Batman animated series style, Ben Affleck Batfleck fight scene. Yeah, looked incredible. The the Bat Pod looks good. The pod looks great. Yeah. Well, if it is the pod, I think that's just the motorcycle. It is, yeah, because I think the Bat Pod has a front a front one wheel, and I think yeah. this one had uh, two like two, two two wheels in the front. Two wheels in the yeah. front, right? I, I think that's just um the Bat Pod. Batfleck pod, yeah, it's not it's not the actual bat pod, mm-hmm. but I mean I'm happy. I think um I think it's gonna be neat to see where they go with the new the new Supergirl. I think her movies have been scrapped. Unfortunately, she seemed like she was good as the in the in the costume. The one and, the uh, one in the in the trailer in the trailer. Yeah, she looks good. She looks good. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Ezra Miller, man, they're they're polishing that turd as much as they can until they have to boot him out. I, this they probably already booted him out. Yeah, I think this is gonna be the one. Maybe the ending of this movie is, hey, look, I'm a happy camper now. Bye, yeah. bye, guys. Here's a new Barry Allen. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> he I, died I, on the way to his home planet. Yeah, Poochie. He's the Poochie of the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The DC universe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. With Poochie, just, yeah. he just left. It's just an animation cell. Yeah, like, it'll just be a still image. Of Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah, fading away. <laughs> and they'll, they'll move it across the screen. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, just so you know, Poochie died in the way to his home yeah. planet. We'll never hear from him again. It's it's over. <laughs> oh, poor Ezra Miller. I don't know. Yeah, that, that guy's... Um, I've seen, like, videos of, like, him. I, I didn't know anything about him until I started watching, like, uh, videos of, like, him, like, doing all that weird shit that he's doing <laughs> to him. Kidnapping? Yeah, if I met him face to face... Yeah, I'd knock him out. I'd be like, yes, you're a fucking dork, man. I'm like, he's, yeah. a, he's kind of a simp. I just headbutt him. Yeah. Like, I mean, you see him coming. I just, just hit him in the nose with my a, head. a mean headbutt. Just yeah. get it ready. Get your jaw nice and clenched. Get your neck nice and tight. And just, and just straight in. Yeah. <laughs> straight in. Front of your the forehead, not the top of your head. Yeah. I, I think it's like, it's not like he's dealing with like, I don't know what he's, if he's dealing with any. He uh, must be. 
I, I, it's got to be legitimate. Yeah. That's got to be, right? Like, that's a that's a straight up... Like, I mean, 20 years ago, you'd be able to say he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. But there has got to be rampant mental issues in there that just yeah. went unchecked and unnoticed. And then they exploded in the worst way. Yeah. I would give... It the, what, yeah, it's like people in... I understand this. Like, you know, we're seeing, like, uh, people who are... Um, mentally ill. Mentally ill. Like, you don't see... Like, let's see in Hollywood, right? Like, mm-hmm. is, it, is this becoming, like trend or is it actually a, it's actually really going on no no i don't think it's becoming a trend i think it's trendy i think it's trendy think because it's how trendy. can like how can all of a sudden we, we didn't hear too much about it like we were no. growing up and then all of a sudden it goes like this and all of a sudden within the last two years it goes like this like a spacex rocket to the moon yeah it doesn't make any sense it just went straight up no i think i think it's like kind of trendy i think uh, a huge part of it is that like being does it, other does you say you can play that card because it can get you out of shit because people know it, I, I think it, it's a lot it's, of stuff yeah because you no one can say anything against it yeah I think that's part of it yeah. I think I think a huge part of it is people who otherwise had nothing like had no like um a, a badge they were no they were no, they were no way a minority mm-hmm. suddenly now it can be something that makes them a, a bit of a minority yeah and you're special now yeah you're like all of a sudden you got a you got a lightning bolt scar on your head and you can do things yeah like I've got this thing that I do and I stand up for these people I do this thing and what the fuck do you do it's like a different kind of virtue signal yeah I think there's some of that I think in the case of Ezra Miller is two things I think number one he's probably legitimately mentally ill yeah but I think the other thing is he's legitimately an asshole too yeah so it's like you can be two things man I say it all the time you can be legitimately mentally ill and need help yeah and if you get that help you're cool he's a good person who needed help or you can be legitimately mental, mentally ill and be a complete asshole and refuse to get help and just keep spiraling out of control. Where do you think Kanye fits in that mold? I think he's that same. I think he's the same as Ezra Miller. I yeah. think he's legitimately mentally ill. Mm-hmm. He's got some issues that probably went unchecked. He's clearly got a lot of stuff from his past that have, it's been in the public already. Mm-hmm. With the accident and the mother and like his life before he got famous. Mm-hmm. And he's also a giant piece of shit. Yeah. He's also an asshole. So those things are not good together. And then you get this. Like, had he gotten help and gotten treated mm-hmm. then maybe we wouldn't be looking at him as such a gigantic motherfucker but unfortunately he's he's like i'm right and you're stupid these are my viewpoints i'm not gonna get checked because you know i'm 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 smarter than you whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that like you know like the tom cruise thing where he was surprisingly right about the, the like the the mental health and psychiatry and the drugs they pump into people like mm-hmm. you know there is that as well but I think with Kanye and Ezra Miller, they're just, it's a-holery jacked up by, the, by their mental illness. Yeah. Um, John, I guess the Director's Guild Award ceremony was happening the other day. Did you hear see that? Yeah, and everybody kind of flocked to Tom Cruise. Yeah, John Apto was not uh, was not uh, kind. Is that the one you're talking about? That's what, yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was not kind. What, what happened there? Oh, what did he say? He said... Um, Judd Apatow. Yeah, he said, like, the, he said the whole thing about like Tom Cruise doing all these stunts is just an ad for um, uh, Scientology. I mean, that's a viewpoint, I guess. Yeah. I think, again, I think you can be two things. I think you can be a Scientologist, which is batshit bonkers. And you can also be like a wild man who wants to do a bunch of stunts for movies. Yeah, and it's like, I just don't... You can be two things. Yeah, he's like, was, there are things called uh, special effects and like stuntmen and stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, like, why do you care? Number one, why do you care? And, I mean, maybe he was doing it to be funny. I don't know. But like, probably. Uh, but I'm like, I was like... Uh, like maybe if it was a joke then yeah that's that's fine right but I'm like right. in the same token I'll be like I'm like if, let's see if he was here and, I, and we're, we're having that argument I'm like I'd be I, I would just say um, that guy puts everything he can into entertaining people I think it's true yeah and if he wants to do if he's willing to put his life on the line to do it or his career on the line yeah. or his body on the line or whatever it is that's his decision. And fucking let him. Yeah, let him. Yeah, I, I always say man yeah. that guy's hopped up on cocaine and steroids and I could not be more pleased yeah, like he let does, him do whatever. Yeah, he does whatever he can to yeah. entertain us. Here's my beef with the Scientology thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm one of those people who thinks that Scientology bad. Like, I'm, I'm in that column where I think it's not a good thing. I, but I feel like that for lots of religions. I think Orthodox anything, Orthodox like hardcore Vatican loving. You know, there are no rapists in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. That's bad. And if you if you look the other way and you're hardcore into the Catholic Church, you're you're complicit. I think if you're like you know Judaism, you're cutting off baby dicks. Like, there's something wrong there, too. Hinduism. A lot of dirty fucking shit in Hinduism. Yeah. Lots of dirty shit in Hinduism. Look it up. I'm not here to Google it for you. It's easy to find. Mm-hmm. So I feel I feel pretty, like, negatively about most organized religions. Yeah. So I, then when somebody says to me, it's like, well, you know, he's just doing it because, like, Scientology's bad. I'm like, they're all bad. You're just picking a team that you're on and shitting on another team because it's an easy target. If he wants to get coked up and do all those fucking stunts, fucking let him. Yeah. Can I have that coke? You can have that coke. And guess what? 
It's a cherry coke. Yes. And it's probably very cool because it was right against the wall. It's All right. Outside wall. I might as well. Oh, great sound out of that thing. There you go. I want to put it right by the microphone. I thought you were going to shotgun it. You just like poke a hole in the side of your key and just chug it back. How's that cherry coke feel though? It's crisp. It is crisp. I have not had a cherry coke. And this is all my neighbor. My neighbor's a big cherry coke guy, so I keep a stash here for him. We do movie nights. Um, I'm not a cherry coke guy. I haven't had one in a while. But when I smell that, it's like all of a sudden, like you know, like a, a guy who smokes walks into a casino and suddenly he's like gets itchy. He's got to leave. That's what I like with cherry coke. Man, you're just oh man, that's just, good. Just going back oh, on man, that, huh? Yeah, yeah. There's some water here too. Like, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't do that. I can't. I can't do the bashing on a religion thing because I just I I hate them all so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, look, I don't know. I don't. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like for com- if it was doing, if it was doing for a joke, that's fine. But I'm like, but he was, but he was making fun of himself too. He's like, so Mike goes, he goes like some Mike goes some of the movies I released this year were absolute garbage. Um, what's the last good movie that guy's made? I like Apatow's made some real bangers, like real hits. Yep. But like, what's the last? Go- he's turned into the U two. Yeah. He's U two of comedy directors now. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're like, making oh, a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh no, another another John Apatow movie. Yeah. And it's not like a Spike Lee joint. Like Spike Lee, like every Spike Lee joint, like is a joint. Yeah. What kind of crazy is he gonna give me now? Yeah, exactly. Quentin Tarantino. What am I gonna see now? Yep. Yeah, exactly. John Apatow. John Apatow. Like so, so your 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 last movie was delegated to Netflix, right? And um, there's uh, and then Tom Cruise. I would say him and James Cameron saved Hollywood this year. I think so. Yeah. I, I well look. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to be like you know they saved Hollywood. No, in the sense. No, that's like it, it, that's a broad term. It's it a broad like, you know term. what they're, they're like they brought. They brought they brought a lot of the masses back to Hollywood. They even they put asses reason, back. They, in yeah, seats. they put asses back in the seats. Absolutely, yeah. they, they definitely did. Like, yeah. I mean, I I think with sequels, yeah, with, <laughs> with sequels, right? When's the last time that happened with a sequel? Never. I mean, back maybe in like Future Two, like Star Wars or something like that. But like Star like Wars, all, all that other that, those kind of garbage movies. But like, right? Other the Marvel movies because they just pump them out because they're not not for they're quality. Not even but, sequels though. Yeah, but they, yeah, they're just like they're just part of a, of this complex where yeah. they're just churning out movies like it's like a factory I kind of feel like with the Marvel movies it's basically like one long ass TV series yeah like it's a 10 year multi like faceted yeah. gigantic art different different Lego pieces fit in and make this whole yeah they're not even like Winter Soldier was not a sequel to Captain America no you know Winter Soldier is an Avengers movie with a Captain America tagline yeah exactly yeah. so it's they didn't even really do sequels yeah. but real sequels like maybe Star Trek Star Wars Back to the Future yeah and Jurassic Park yeah that's kind of it mm-hmm yeah, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, I am excited for the next Indiana Jones. You are? I am because I, I I told you I bit the bullet and watched Crystal Skull. Yep. I I avoided Crystal Skull from when it came out until the end of last year. I had a month off. I was uh, like late December. And I was like, well, what else are you gonna watch? What else are you gonna watch, you jerk? So I put on Crystal Skull in December. In December. I could give you tons of things to watch. I didn't know what else I was going to watch. I was going through a lot of stuff. I was drawing a lot and reading a lot. So I was like, well, what was it going to be? So it was Crystal Skull. And, um, did you damn watch, it. Did you watch Castlevania? No, I didn't watch Castlevania. I, I am one of those, I am one of those jerk asses that will, <laughs> I, gave you, I gave you a long stare. I gave you a long stare. I am one of those jerk asses. It's like five episodes of a show. That's a lot. But then I'll watch like six movies in a row. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm that kind of a guy. No, I have those moments too where I'm just yeah. like, you know what, I should, get, I, should watch, I should watch this show. Then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm like, ah, let's play around it. I'll play around it. Halo. I like the risk of, um, of the time constraint of a movie mm-hmm. more than I like the forced extension of, of a story, story yeah. in a TV series mm-hmm. where it just feels like there's going to be three hours of just nothing in the middle of a series. Mm-hmm. And the beginning was great and the middle is just garbage. That's why I think I appreciate it. And I know I, I toot this horn a lot. I appreciated The Mandalorian. Because every episode was a complete story, the beginning, a middle, like a, a great action sequence, and a, and a finish, like an end, mm-hmm. that also continued the story of this like uh, lone wolf and cub thing. Yeah, I find that's that, why I like. Yeah, it. I think the uh, I was watching Andor, and uh, Andor is so good. I can't believe how good it is. I was, I guess, maybe because I wasn't expecting that much, but I was like, this Could is be. this is such, this is so, this is the Star Wars I like. Right. Yeah. And that's what's happening on TV. Yeah, that that's the, that's the Star Wars I like. The like, Dave Filoni, John Favreau mm-hmm. branch of Star Wars. Yep. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's so, incredible. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just think I just just too much. Uh, there's just too much garbage going on in the TV right now. There's, For sure. Um, but uh, season five of Drive to Survive is coming out. The trailer just dropped. Yeah. You you were, I, I assumed that you'd be pretty jacked for that. That's going to be great. Yeah. I, I tried uh, so hard. 
I tried so I, I watched season one and got so far. I got so far. But I tried the, so hard and got so far, but in the end, it didn't really matter because I didn't get through season one of of F one. Sparta will need sons. Sparta will need sons. Man, we really. Uh, I mean, if this was the end of the episode, that was a great callback to the beginning of the episode. I'm glad you caught that one because, yeah. like, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, there's a... Um, but but uh, I'm glad that it... I'm, you know, I, I think that uh, the F1 series and all the sports stuff Netflix does, mm-hmm. they're all really good. And they're, they're yeah, totally the, watchable. Yeah, the quality is good. Mm-hmm. Like, the quality of the show is unmatched. It's like, right. In the sense of, like, they really get down to the nitty-gritty. The the the, the funny part, the, the, the dramatization of it is hilarious. Yeah, that's it's so funny. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's... That's pushing it a lot. That's where Max Verstappen is like, I didn't right. want to be in seasons one through four. He's like, he goes, yeah, they dramatize it way too much. But he's in this series. In he's in the sex one. Yeah. I think that was the that was the thing that I didn't really appreciate. Like, I didn't like the um, the forced... Because again, like, there's not a lot going on. It's a it's really cool if they give me like three episodes a season. Mm-hmm. If you give me three episodes a season of that show, I, I'm all over it. But just stretching it out to eight or whatever it is, I just feel like there's a lot of waiting around for things to happen. So you're filling in these like character arcs that don't really exist. Well, the reason why they, they, they the reason why they have that is because there's so many races and there's so much shit that goes on. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. Like they, what the the, the drama is the drama is actually at six mm-hmm. of what what's going on on the on, on the grid in the back um, behind the you scenes. You mean like out of a one to ten? Yeah. So okay. it's at a six right now. The, the drama, right? But the TV show when they talk. They kind of they dial it up a little bit. Oh, for sure. That's what they do to make sure that they get people they get people to watch it. But if you can like ignore that and yeah. just watch it for the racing, it is bonkers. The racing footage is the best. Is the I've best. Ever seen. Yeah, it's incredible. I've never seen footage shot that well of actual. I mean, close was uh, that Stallone movie, uh, Driven. Driven. Dri- like Driven is it's hot garbage. Yeah, but and, and, yeah, but that that yeah, it's, but you're right. But that that's like directed where they can take right. multiple takes. This is. All like live, all action. live happening. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in, it's not, it's not special effects in camera. Yeah, they just they plan ahead, obviously, right? But right. like, yeah, but like the driving is like, um, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's the, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Good old Spike Spiegel. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Whatever, yeah, and I think that's what I enjoy about about the show. Like for me, it, there's a lot of fast forwarding because mm-hmm. like I, I I can't take an artificial narrative. It really bums me out. Yeah, because like, when I watch that show, um, the because because the show takes because that season takes place after the. Because that show takes place after the uh, um, the season ends, so you know who mm-hmm. wins, right? But you want to see what happens like in the behind the scenes, right? So that's that's the purpose of the show. It's and a good can, recap, yeah. So like it's a recap basically, mm-hmm. right? So um, uh, it's it's like Howard, it's like the Howard, um, it's the after show of like Howard One Hundred uh, News, right? You know, like the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, is that right? So the um, so the good thing is that the the good thing is that you get to see like what they're saying when they're in the cars. How they're like uh, competing against each other and stuff like that. That's the purpose of the show. Mm-hmm. You know who's going to win in the end. Yep. But uh, you get to see like the the tension and everything is like right. is incredible. Yeah. But I do. The, but, I do the, like that. Yeah. But the but the music and the like it's cool. But you're just like you know it's like you're putting makeup on a pig basically, right? But like it's just you know it, it makes it entertaining. And, uh, yeah, and it's great. Like, right? yeah, and yeah. I'm sure it's got a lot of people into racing. It's it's my uh, it's my Fast and Furious. <laughs> that's a stretch that, that's a gigantic stretch it's fast even I admit as much as I love Fast and Furious mm-hmm. like even I admit the Fast and Furious is just like just garbage hot like, garbage it's, yeah. it's I, would, I would say it's hot garbage but the top coat of garbage is all cherry pies so it kind of mm-hmm. lures you into the smell you're yeah, like exactly. hey, yeah. this, this might not be so bad these are warm cherry pies and then it just turns into diapers what is that what did Vin Diesel say he said he wants uh, his um, he wanted Fast and the Furious to be like their Star Wars or Harry Potter or something like that. Probably yeah. I, that mm-hmm. sounds like something you might say. Yeah, which or is or I his, think or that's what or it is. Or his Lord of the Rings, or whatever. Yeah, I think and I think that's exactly what it is. It'll when you I, when you look back on Fast and Furious the franchise, there is a there is a definite arc mm-hmm. that all the characters go through. Yeah, it's not a gigantic arc. It's not like this. It's not. It's not like you know this this crest that almost no. It's like it's it's like touches it, the sun. It's, it's like this. It's like like that. yeah. It's a very low arc. It's like it's like. Like that. But but the one thing I will say about it is it doesn't lie about what it is. No. And it is true to itself and mm-hmm. true to its fans. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I appreciate about it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't... Like John Wick, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what it is. It doesn't change shit up. It is what it is and it doesn't lie about what yeah, it cause, is. Yeah, because you know you you know walking in you know what you're going to get. You know exactly what you're going to yeah. get. And um, I remember... What was it? Uh, yeah, I was reading this thing on uh, <laughs> uh, today about um, uh, that YouTuber Critical Drinker. Uh, he was talking about um, that new 
um, Marvel's movie that's coming out with all the oh yeah uh, with the Marvels yeah the three. Those, those three yeah yeah oh my god and it's like it's I, tough man it's tough sell tough sell man I remember he was talking I remember Kevin Feige like years ago he said um, Captain Marvel will be the new face of the MCU gross and then yeah <laughs> she won't she won't she really won't because she's not it's not a compelling story no not at and all and here's the deal man there and she's not lots. an endearing character at all at all and there are lots I, of endearing female characters in the MCU yeah there are great ones. Like, I mean, like when Pepper Potts had her moment in Endgame with the suit, yeah. I was excited for it. Yep. When Marvel had her moment with the with the the fist, the the glove, I wasn't excited for it. No. Like there was, they felt forced. Like there were certain characters who we were with for a decade that we were all over, and yeah. we were just we were sold, male or female. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. Like I, uh, I, I don't feel the connection. But Black Widow, when she has her drama, I yep. feel the connection. Mm-hmm. Marvel, I don't feel the connection. But Pepper, I feel the connection. Gamora, I feel a connection. Like there are yeah. there are characters who you have carried me, mm-hmm. carried with me in through this story, this journey. But then you just try to shoehorn this one in. She's yeah. like, and then you ruin uh, what's his name too, Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel. Yep. You kind of ruin his story. I mean, it's just yeah, it, they they blew it. So don't don't tell me. That. And I think it's it's from the writing and producing team and the director of the of the She Hulk uh, cart- uh, show. That that wasn't yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, it's from the director. She's directed three two movies in her life. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name is, and then they, they, it's the producing team behind She-Hulk. I'll tell you what, if that whole thing, because the She-Hulk comic is really good. The comic is great. The the one they're kind of pulling this one from, Attorney yeah. at Law, the, mm-hmm. that that She-Hulk comic is really good. Yeah, and if this ends up just being like a um a thing that happens, like parallel to the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. like it's just kind of it's over there, but none of it is canon. Like it's just hey, we just had fun with it. We introduce you a character here. She is. It's all jokey. It's all fun. Hulk doesn't remember the scar shit. Hulk, uh, or She-Hulk doesn't remember any of the show, really. We don't talk about it. Daredevil's back. Whatever. Yeah. It's like a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. But I don't think that's what they're going for. They're going for, like, we're wild now. Look at us. We're zany. We yeah. do zany shit. We're kooky. Yeah. They're gonna, I'm quirky. They're going to twerk and everything. They're going to twerk and shit. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't need that. No. I don't need you to no be one's like, asking. No one's asking for it. If you have to explain to me that you're quirky, hey, look at us. We're quirky. It's yeah. like, you're not quirky. I think it was, there was that interview with Brie Larson. The guy's like, hey, so... uh Looking forward to this, uh, the, uh, playing uh, Captain Marvel. She, then she looked at him, she's like, I don't know, because I haven't heard anything. She's like, does anybody want me to play that character anymore? Does anybody want me to keep <laughs> yeah. doing it? She's like, I don't know. No, nobody does. Nobody, nobody, nobody does. It. It's because you were great, and then one movie made you awful. Yeah. Remember when everybody was on board with her? Like, she was really good. Mm-hmm. The Craig Ferguson interviews, she was super fun. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim, she was a uh, room. She was great in King Kong. King Kong, she yeah. was so good yeah. in everything. And she was in... Um, was she in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or no, no the other one? Uh, that no, that's movie. Uh, Monahan. Yeah, no, who? Sorry, um, who's the, the other t- dark detective movie? Uh, that comedy. Who's she? Uh, I mean, remember. the other, um, the nice guys there. The nice guys, yeah. I was, was she in that? that? I can't remember. I can't remember if that was her or not. It might have been. But I can't remember if that was her. Nice guys is phenomenal. Though. Yeah. Oh, sorry, keep going. Yep. Yeah, you tell them when you get to when you get to the ER. You tell me you got a spiral fracture. He's like, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the the sounds that come out of Ryan uh, Ryan Gosling in that movie oh, when he yeah. punches the glass yeah. and he just rips his hand to shreds <laughs> a little squeal when his arm breaks the nice guys is so good yeah if, if that's one movie like if you haven't seen it yeah definitely go watch that movie movies like that need to make a big comeback mm-hmm. I will I would take way less of the DCU the MCU and superhero shit I will take more of like really well written noir like yes. really well written like cinema crime noir yeah I would love to see more shit like that I'll tell you what give me one more just give me one more Who Framed Roger Rabbit yes really well written I just watched it the other day again it's so good yeah it's a great movie and it is legitimate noir storytelling yeah it's got some zany characters in it yep but it's legitimate noir storytelling I will take one more of those before I take a dozen more of anything else Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just kind of burnt. I think everybody is. I think everybody's finally kind of burnt out on the uh, on the genre, the big roller coaster. Martin Scorsese was right. Genre, like it's over. Yeah. Do you think um, the um, what do you think of the James Gunn moving to DCU uh, moving forward? What do you think of those movies that he, that he announced? I okay. I, I'm a, I'm a big James Gunn fan. I feel like it's five years too late because I've always kind of said that James Gunn. Now, this is one of those things I say over and over again. I don't think anybody really knows what I'm talking about. But Jim Starlin, if you watched any of the MCU or any of the DCU, then you know those stories because Jim Starlin made them great. Yes. We talked about that last time. We did. Thanos, Darkseid, all those characters, all the darkness that you enjoyed from the Snyderverse, all the KG Beast, even the CW, all the shows. 
are heavily influenced because Jim Starlin made those stories really good. Mm-hmm. Now, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, they all created it. Schuster, they created Superman, they created those characters. Jim Starlin made these stories great, and those are the ones we're watching right now. Yeah. And James Gunn is basically that guy for Marvel and for DC. Yeah. In the, uni- in the movie universe. Mm-hmm. And I thought that once that whole firing thing happened, because he sent some tweet about, you know, like, shitting in a bed or whatever the fuck, it, I don't know, I can't remember what it was. Some some tweet he sent out and people went bananas. Mm-hmm. They fired him from the MCU. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought he's going to jump ship then and then become the Jim Starlin of DCU. So that's, that's when you think it should have happened, That's right? kind of when I think it should have happened. I kind of feel like now, like, in at least for us in our age group, mm-hmm. I feel like we're not interested anymore. It's, not, it's a novelty now. Yeah. So whatever happens, happens. I'm really not... I don't know. I think it'll be fun to see where it goes, but I'm not so, like I'm not in bed with it. Yeah. I'm not loving it. Yeah. I'm not putting my dink in it, so I don't owe it anything. It doesn't got it doesn't got to pay me for my services. So yeah. there's nothing there that I'm like tied or connected to. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, yeah, you like like we're talking about how the like the, there's certain movies coming out that we want we want to see and like when are these going to come out? When when do the properties switch over so they can actually start making the movies? Right. And I have to admit, I am not. I'm. I'm on the fence now whether I even want to see a Silver Surfer movie now. I kind of feel like... I think it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. And I don't, I don't really think they're going to happen. They're not going to happen. Another, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen another, like, maybe five years. But but any of that. Like, you know, like we, we talked about the properties kind of having, like, a, a turnover, right? Like, eventually, Christopher Reeve is no longer Superman. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Routh is. And then eventually, like, it's been some time and Michael Keaton is not Batman and Christian Bale is. Yeah. You get these turnovers and you get, like, three or four really good stories. And you wait for a little while and then, like, somebody else takes over. I don't think we're going to see any of that shit anymore. I think no. now they're going to grab one guy and run him for like 15 years. Yeah. As long as they can milk that cow, like dust out of the titties, they'll just keep on milking it. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, they'll bring Christian Bale back for a cameo appearance and Ben Affleck back for an appearance. Those things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, like the, the universe will just extend until like the saturation of the sponge happens and we just hate it because you either die the hero or you'll live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's going to go. Yeah. The uh, Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's just... I just think people are just going to start losing the thing. Yeah. Like this whole Marvel and DC thing. It's like, um, there's, there's going to be a saturation point where it's like, there's gonna be too much sugar in your coffee. Right. And you're just like, you know what? There's going to be other reasons to like, go to the, go to the movies besides seeing these movies. Yep. And so granted they get the movie theaters alive. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. But, um, more original, good stories told in big scale have to be done for sure. Yeah. Where you want to, you like, you know, I'm like, I don't want to go see, I want to go see a movie because um, this actor's in it, not because this character's in it. And so yeah. the, the um, like that's what like like Tom Cruise has become a comic book character, yeah, right? Yeah, like like uh, Ethan Hunt is a is basically Iron Man. He's he's no different. He's no different. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing. It's just a, it's a different type of story. Yeah, exactly. Like the granted, he does like, like the the only difference is that he there's no there's he does the he does the stunts like he like right. that that's the drawing that's the draw point right, but like. And then, but if you want to see a guy who's like, who takes original ideas, tells, tells them on big scale, um, original stories, whatever they are, right? You can look at James Cameron, you can take a look at uh, Christopher Nolan, you can, like, those are the people that are just like, directors like that are just like, you, the, those are the kind of movies that I think should now should be taking center fold rather than just like, or center stage, sorry, rather than just like these big tentpole factory made right comic book movies i'll even go one further man i don't want to see another christopher nolan movie like after uh what's it called uh guggenheim what the hell's the next one called guggenheim <laughs> yeah, what was it called? After, oppenheimer. after the movie about the uh the art hmm? the art thing oppenheimer after oppenheimer i don't want to see a christopher nolan movie for like a decade i don't want to see a james cameron movie for a decade i want to see a really good scorsese I want yeah. to see Departed. I want to see, like, take an hour out of The Irishman, make it a better movie, better effects, and give me that. Yeah. I want to see, like, some, uh, The Town. Give me The Town. Yeah. Like, Jeremy Renner, get get back on your feet. Yeah. Revive yeah, your yeah, character. Exactly. Revive your character. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, he, did, he did get shot in the mouth. Yeah. He's dead. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I want to see those, like, uh, the Kingstown, the new series he did. Yeah. I want to see shit like that on the big screen. Like, yeah. really good, well-made, well-written, like, really fucking good crime, like, crime noir. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Is like, yeah, I think, and I think the transition's gonna be, have to be, like, what's, what original stories mm-hmm. that are just not special effects-driven movies are gonna convince people by the masses to come? Mm-hmm. Especially kids. Right. Like, there's always gonna it's, be Disney movies. It's like, gonna be hard right now. It's gonna be hard, yeah. When we were kids, it was like, you had, um, these, these gigantic, uh, these, these, like, not tent poles, even. You would get these, eye candy movies like Goonies would come out yeah and it was just bonkers Star Wars would come out it was bonkers but it was like one like maybe one every couple of years mm-hmm. Back to the Future even wasn't really like that 
Nope. Where it was like, like mind-boggling special effects. It was just a story. It's a story, yeah. Like you didn't get these gigantic like spectacle movies. You only got one every couple of years. Yeah, because like, yeah, and plus like this, and like you're right. Like those special effects, the special effects were used to enhance it, not to like, um, were were the movie. Like, were the you, movie. you were like, how were the special effects in that movie? Oh, they were crazy. It was all yeah. the special effects, right? They're they're there to like add spice to the movie. Yes, not to like take over the movie. Right. It's yeah. a, I think we said it once before, right? It's a seasoning. It's a seasoning. It's like, it's yeah. salt. All yeah. the special effects is salt. Yeah. You got a really nice steak. You put a little bit of salt on it. That's a tasty steak. Yeah. Got a little bit of butter on there. It's good. Yeah. A little bit of garlic. It's great. But when but you, if you just dump it all on there. Yeah. Like when, when, when you're served food at a restaurant, you shouldn't ask for salt. No, you should it taste should, it first. It, yeah. It should be like, it should come ready and like, yeah. you don't have to, you don't have to add anything to it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You dumping salt onto it. Just, <laughs> you want it. I want it well done. I want salt. And where's my fucking ketchup? Yeah. Like, that's what these movies are now. That's all they are. It's just all like a well-done steak with salt and ketchup. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I just can't. Uh, can't subscribe to it. Won't. <laughs> I can't subscribe to it. I won't. Yeah. I won't, Jerry. No. I won't. Oh, I, won't. I won't do that. I can't. I won't. Oh, so I can't. won't. Um, you hear about the Roald Dahl thing? No. So I don't know how much is going to happen. It, it is happening. Uh, Roald Dahl would mention... That Augustus Gloop was enormously fat, or he would say it was a gigantic terrorist uh, terrorizing a large black tractor, terrorizing yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? Was oh, he getting counseled for that? Is they're going to change all of that? We're going to get uh, Augustus Gloop is now just enormous. He is not fat. He no longer has bulbous folds of skin. He's been inflated to look plump, plump. So they're going to change all that stuff, which makes me wonder. Like this is the first time I really got into it because I had that uh, the sixteen book series yep. sitting in my Amazon uh, cart there. So I was going to wait until the kids got old enough because I'm like I'll just fucking buy that and I'll read all these crazy stories. Like James the Giant Peach. We'll read James the Giant. Well, are Peach. they changing in all the publications of it? All the the Roald Dahl books oh. from here on here on out are all going to be changed to have uh, more more to be more sensitive to be less. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, to be less, uh, you know, um, finger pointy, fat shamey, to be less... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. How is his that? face is covered in soot because he's poor. No, he's just differently challenged. Yeah, he's, yeah he's economically challenged. He's economically challenged. The witches. They're going to take that part about the witches where it's like, she could, why that, you don't know? She might be a cashier. She might be a nurse. Now it's like, she could be a business lady or a woman of great authority. It's like, I get it. I get that everybody's super sensitive. But can't we just leave like certain books just alone? Why don't just you just leave them alone? Why don't you just change the, I, why don't you change the opinion rather than the fact? For sure. I don't How get it. How about you educate feeling, Yeah. Why don't you like, why don't you temper your feelings instead of like trying to change uh, the fact? They're not, no one was like, do we, do we get raised of like, you know, now we hate fat people because by reading those novels? No, no, I fucking hate fat yeah, so no, like, I love like, fat people. I used to be a fat people. Yeah, we're like, you know what? Like, I was a fat people. What's the line? You ate your way in, you can walk your way out. You like, can walk your way out. That's what I did. I hit the weights, I lost all the weight. I don't get I don't know, man. That's just stupid. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, um, it's not censorship. It's like sensitivity censorship. It's like we're now that... Yeah, people are... Yeah, you're right. People we are, are now nerfing everything. Yeah. We're that, 100%. Yeah, we're just this generation of weak, weak people. But it makes you wonder about how much has been censored that we don't even know about. Like how much? Because we don't know. Like we we know that when we were kids, there were books that were being banned. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's even not, even now there are. Yeah, it's not gonna stop me from calling someone if they're if something is fat or, uh, or someone is fat. Well, um, they're I, gonna change the name of the chunky bar now. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. It's they're yeah. gonna change that. I don't they're, know. Yeah, they're gonna call it the uh, thick piece of chocolate. But then someone will get mad about that. Lizzo will be like, oh, I'm the thick piece of chocolate. And I'll be like, oh my god, are you fighting Lizzo? Yeah, exactly. Oh, is this the Lizzo bar now? Is this the Lizzo bar? Is they're gonna keep doing shit like that? Like you can't say anything. Because somebody's going to find a reason to be upset about it. Yeah. When did we become old people? I don't know. When did we become like, oh, get off my lawn? <laughs> like, how are we that guy you know, now? I think we're just so bored that we have to like uh, attach ourselves to any cause. And then we just like, and then it grows in numbers. Oh, you're pissed off? Okay, you know what? I like your music. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to join your group and do that. I'm going to join your group about what you're mad about. Yeah. I'm not saying Lizzo's mad about anything. I'm just making a joke. But Lizzo's, I mean, I think Lizzo is fucking hilarious. I'm a huge Lizzo fan. I know nothing about her. I have, I her SNL was great. I think her music is good. I think that whole Thomas Jefferson flute debacle was great when she played the the crystal flute, mm. <laughs> and all the white people got mad because how dare Lizzo play a flute? Nobody should touch that flute. It's like you know it's been played. It's probably been played by somebody behind closed doors that you don't even know about. Oh yeah, yeah probably. Then you just hand the flute and be like, Lizzo, play this. Be the first person ever. They're only mad because like Lizzo's fat and black, and she's not like skinny and white. Yeah, that's why those people were mad. Yeah, I think who's that? Who's, I love Lizzo. Who's that? Um, 
uh, that black comedian, that female, that older one who's on SNL, she was in Ghostbusters. Oh, Leslie Jones? Yeah, Leslie Jones, yeah. 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 Oh, man, I can't stand her. Well, I think you can't stand the character. The character, yeah. Yeah, she plays a certain character. And she can't, like, she's not, like, I don't find her funny. Right. Like, not a, I'm sure she's a nice person. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but I just don't find her funny. But her brand is not for me. Not for me at all. Oh, it's like, I'm like that with Amy Schumer. Oh, I'll I go right the other she, way. Yeah, she, I hate Amy I Schumer. I can't stand her. I can't. Like, watching the, the commercials for her new, the new Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. where basically she just stands there and farts for like a second, and she makes faces and sounds, I... The brand I can't get behind the brand. That's just lazy. That's, it's la- just that's lazy. lazy writing, and I think and a lot of these like like I was watching like the Leslie Jones lady on uh, SNL. Mm-hmm. She's not a, like that show's not for her. That show's not for anybody. Anybody because you can't like all these people like there's not they're not naturally funny. They you can see no. them looking at the cue cards. Yeah, like that, and they're just like looking, and then uh, you, that's not how you deliver a joke. No man, the only thing funny about that show is uh, the swap jokes that Schumer, uh, not Schumer, that uh, Michael Che and um, what's it called, Scarlett Johansson's husband there. The the fucking Poindexter. Yeah, Poindexter. They yeah. they switch jokes and they try to embarrass each other with like really racist yeah. like comedy. That is that's really funny. Actually, the only everything the, else is terrible. Actually, Jost, Michael Jost. Yeah, I think the uh, the other person who was really funny was uh was uh, Debbie Downer. Debbie uh, Drash. Rachel Drash is great. Great. See, that's a great example of somebody who understood. Yeah. Like really like, I'm like high level subtle comedy. Yeah. Like really high level subtle comedy. Did you see that sketch when they went to, they went with Lindsay Lohan when they went to Disney World? Uh, Probably. Yeah. And she, she she made the whole, the whole, um, people people in that scene. Yeah. Everyone was cracking up. They couldn't control themselves. (laughs) Because her face is, she had a perfect look when she would play the two Boston assholes. Yeah. Her and Jimmy Fallon. Mm -hmm. Like Rachel Dratch and Fallon too, man. I think he he eats a lot of shit for the laughing all the time. Mm -hmm. But also on SNL was quite good. Yeah, he had his moments. Yeah, yeah. When true. they needed a Sandler, they they yeah. made him dance that monkey dance. Yeah, oh did. yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, did. he had no he had no qualms about it. No yeah. problems. Yeah. But I, I think like some comedy is for some people, and some comedy is for other people, and some comedy is just not comedy. It's no. forced, like it's forced, you know, shoved in your like like yeah, the last like, few Judd Apatow movies. Yeah, exactly. Not great. Judd not Apatow. great. Yeah, and yeah, he's probably the first one to say it too. Maybe you hired a Scientologist every now and then. Maybe, maybe you know, put some cocaine and steroids in his coffee. Stirred it up and just made him like fire off a couple of speed runs and jump off a couple of buildings. Yep. Maybe your movies wouldn't be so bad. Oh, uh, one thing I was going to mention this. I have, um, I played um, Elden Ring. Oh, the first time? I played it last night. My for goodness. Like, for like two and a half hours. Good Lord. How'd that go? I, you know what's a multiplayer? I had no idea. I, I actually know very little about Elden Ring. Yeah, so I, well, I started on Twitch. Vlad got me into it. He said he let me his copy and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I installed it playing it and then he's like okay, he, uh, he's trying to tell me what to do he's like you know what you just go on Twitch and so he's, I, I made, Twi- made a Twitch account so he could see what I was doing he's trying to instruct me mm-hmm. and then we started playing multiplayer and that game is so all of those from software games are so hard like yeah. it's impossible did you ever see the meme where uh, it's Link mm-hmm. and Link shows up and he's like oh look a brand new world to explore oh look a skeleton and he runs up and the skeleton just fucking stabs him right through and through. Mm-hmm. And he's like, welcome to Dark Souls, bitch. Oh, yeah. It's like, this is not Zelda. Yeah, it's a... Dark Souls is definitely not Zelda. Oh, yeah, it's not. Like, I, I, I would honestly rather play a Zelda game because it looks like they're just more fun. Well, I mean, they're... This one, these are easy to get into, right? Yeah, this one, like, Vlad even, like, because uh, we were playing multiplayer, he just... Um, he's it's so over... He's on level, like, 1,000, I guess, right? Yeah, literally, yeah, he's, he's literally way up on, Yeah, he's way up there, as we discussed. And, um... So when he played multiplayer, he just dropped like all of his inventory that he could spare. He made me, he jumped me from level uh, zero basically to level like three hundred just by just by on stuff that he just had in his just pocket. Just giving you gear. Yeah, just giving me yeah. gear. And so um, we're playing multiplayer, and I'm like, I could not beat this one level. It was one dog I was fighting or whatever it is, and I just said, you know what? I had enough. And I just said, I, I wasn't having fun anymore. I was like, I'm like, how can you play this game for right. like a, a thousand hours? And I'm like, this this game drives me nuts. It's too much, man. Like it's too dodging much. and like fighting and stuff like that and then like you're just getting slashed to death and stuff like that I'm like even Sekiro wasn't that bad so I was like oh just. the one thing I don't like about the uh, I, I I really do like the Dark Souls games I play the shit out of those I enjoy them they're, they're fun for me yeah and it's a beautiful like, game like, it's beautiful a, games yeah, well made game but the only thing I don't like about them is that it's not so much a game it's you're you're trying to like go down a path and you're just, you're just step by step remembering yeah. all the moves on the path yeah. you're no longer you're not innovative in your gameplay style you have to you have to like die then realize, okay, so I step three times, and I go left, I die. If I go right, I live. Mm-hmm. Then you step three times, go right, yeah, and you go exactly, forward, and yeah. then you die. And you're like, okay, don't go forward. 
go right then left then forward cool then you do that motion and then you die and then yeah. it's like fuck yeah, okay like, now yeah, what then you have to like you have to like dodge then you have to right stick lock onto your to your opponent right and then like start hitting him and then like uh and then left b and then you have to like so roll and dodge that hit and if you don't he's gonna slash you three times he and does that die. twice and you're dead yep and so you're like okay what the fuck do i do now I it's like every every uh playthrough you have to have you're playing sections of perfection. Yeah, you have to be like, hey, what did I do last time that didn't work? Right. And stuff like that, right? I, and it, but it happens, like, way too often. You're just like, you know, it just, oh, takes, the whole game. It, it just takes you out of the game. Yeah. So, like, yeah, those games are just not, like, they're just not for me. I'm like, I, I need, like, more, sad to say, I need more of a simpler game. That was the um, yeah. the thing that what happened to me through uh, um, Horizon Zero mm-hmm. Dawn. So I'm one of those guys who I will always play it on the hardest available level mm-hmm. from the start. As soon as I start the game, I go to the hardest level and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I go to ultra hard for Horizon. And I mean, I didn't get out of the first part of the world. The first section of the world mm-hmm. was just stealth is best. <laughs> Don't let them see you. Get get as, as many powerful weapons as you can by grinding. And then little by little by little, you just get better and better. And I think I got through about like 3%, maybe 2% of the game yeah. over 100 hours. Like it was just impossible. Mm-hmm. So finally, I'm like, well, I'm not having fun. Yeah. Let's just move it down to normal. So I went to normal difficulty. And then I finished the game without even trying. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was too easy. So I can, but, but the thing was, even when it was really difficult, you could choose the direction you wanted to go in the game. Like yeah. you attack the, the robots from different angles. Mm-hmm. You, never, you never ever felt like um, the, the, I better go three steps this way, two steps that way, and go forward, and then you die. Mm-hmm. Because it was all very fluid. <laughs> the game was moving around like Zelda. Yeah. Whereas Dark Souls, it's just a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. Every yeah. movement that you, every, every area you're in is you have to figure out the puzzle. Yeah, and, and then like you're not sure where to go. Like you have to talk to the like you have to talk to this person four three times. Right, talk to them three times. Like after the end of the conversation, talk to them again, again, again until they stop repeating themselves. I was like, why can't they just tell me everything in the first sentence? Yeah, stop. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk to some Gabby fucking homeless person. No, and he's like, oh, you must. Answer me these riddles three. It's yeah, like yeah, really? Exactly. Is well, that you what must we're grab doing? the the amulet of Zivzarb and like, and then you have to like, <laughs> they have to go. They'll tell you where to go. They have to go back to him. Like, ah, you've unlocked the uh, amulet of. Zardon, and then you've I'm like, unlocked the Clorg of Squire Quib. And I'm like, fuck! I'm like, oh my just, tell God. Me, just tell me, go there, kill this person, and then come back, and I'll give you some shit. Like, like, hey. like, like I don't know. <laughs> go down the street, stab that bitch in the neck. Come back here, I give the orb. Yeah, and kept, that's what I want. And he kept saying, like, oh, you are maidenless. You are maidenless. And I'm like, you're telling me, like, okay, so it's just a whole like journey of having blue balls. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. You maidenless. You say this because they're a loser. You're just like, yeah, you're maidenless. Yeah, I could do that those games. I mean, I I see what they are. They're fun. They're they are they're they're enjoyable. They're for game what of the they year are. for a reason. I for a reason. Totally, totally understand it. They Total respect. Great. But I'm like, yeah, I cannot. I just I need games where I'm like, I cannot sit and grind for one thousand yeah. hours. I want Crisis. I want Crisis. I want, I want Zelda. I want Redfall. That's the yeah, game I'm I looking want for. Redfall. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want. Yeah, because that that game like you can play four players. It's running gun. You're in it, but it also has an RPG element to it. You can right. you can change your weapons. You have to free a town. Storyline looks cool. <laughs> looks fun. You kill vampires. It's a it's like Lost Boys on steroids. That's that, and yeah. the the thing about that too is it's a world where you kind of already know what's up. Yeah, like it's you get into that world like okay, cool. I got the vampires. What kind of vampires? Stoker vampires. Yeah. Buffy vampires. Yeah. So crosses and stakes. Cool man. Yeah. We're, we're in Give t- me the sword, crosses and stakes. I'm good to go. Yeah, we're in the, we're we're in a town at the in the Midwest. Awesome, perfect. Redfall does look like ridiculous fun though. It's yeah, I can't wait to get it. I already, yeah, I already pre-installed it. I it's got wait. that uh, Left for Dead, but vampires. Yeah. Like exactly, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Hey, Richard Belzer died. Who? Richard Belzer, fucking homicide, Munch. Oh yeah, comedian. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan guillotine, hit yep. your head in the ground, and never really sue Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah, 70, 78. Man, it was uh, a little bit weird. Richard Belzer, for me, is one of those guys who would show up in something, like if he was doing X Files or like even fucking Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Where he would show up, and you're like, okay, things are gonna get a little bit kooky. Mm-hmm. Like he was like a, a, a you know, when the turkey, you're making a turkey in the stove, mm-hmm. and the red nipple pops out of the thing, so you know it's cooked. <laughs> then you get excited because like we're almost there, boys and girls. Yeah, Richard Belzer was that on shows. Yeah, Richard Belzer was awesome. Yeah, this is sad. Yeah, well, well, I mean, you know, I mean that's uh, I I don't know if it was. Uh, I'd say sad, like uh, sad or. Just surprising. Mm-hmm. I, really, I, I didn't know him personally. I looked at his IMDb page really and I was like, I'm like, yeah, man, that kind of sucks. Yeah, that's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have? We had the thing about people people who are screaming out reparations about a week, two weeks ago. Something was in my head. It's all of a sudden, like, this this conversation about should there be reparations in the United States? Which I don't think there should. I mean, I don't think... Like, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think there should be there. Because, like, the thing is, like, you can't... How, do you, how are you going to implement that? Exactly. So you there can't. was... And, and you can't, right? Because no. it's going to be that thing that's like, are you 116th African-American? 
Do well, you get reparations? But the, the logistics of it alone are are incredible because like even like the, the yeah, even like even like the privileged white people who say like oh you know what we believe in like there should be reparations. I'm like, okay, what do you what are you willing to give up for that? What are you going to give up? What I thought was funny about the whole thing because mm-hmm. you're never going to get it was how many of these like you know these like go back to your own country people yeah like the, the people who would be the first to scream go back to your own country mm-hmm. suddenly are quick to tell you that they're like I was the first generation of my family born in America yeah my grandparents and parents came from somewhere else like I you know we were all from somewhere else yeah we all come from somewhere else oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they I shouldn't have paid reparations yeah they don't have, they don't have to argue but you should go back yeah. to your own country that's why I thought was funny mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden it's like <laughs> I <laughs> I know I've been yelling that you smell like curry mm-hmm. but like my people smell like curry in the old country yeah like you motherfucker like you look like everybody else you were basically passing for white and it was all good until suddenly you might have to hand out a little bit of your cheddar to give the reparations checks out and suddenly you're an immigrant all of a sudden you're not from here anymore yeah i don't know the yeah like i said the, the logistics make no sense mm. a lot of the, the most people who are complaining about it besides the black are besides um the black people who have said like you know there should be they're not asking for the moon they're just saying like you know what some justice should be right should be made right yeah, yeah. fair enough fair enough okay. totally fair yeah so um but there's a lot of like triggered white people who are just like complaining like they're like the easy people who are complaining about apu right right that they're saying like yeah we're offended i'm like not we weren't offended we weren't offended but like there's a small they're, yeah, group they, of who, you were yeah, offended. who are offended for black people right or, or people of color mm-hmm. uh, whether it's native americans or um or black people who are brought into the states and they were like then they're like they're arguing about it but these guys these are the kids who are on college campuses going to like high edu- high tuition right cost like so what are they willing to give up what are you gonna give up nothing yeah are you gonna are you gonna I'll tell you what how about you give up that slave built phone in your pocket yep because that's doing more damage to the country of origin of these people where they're gonna get the reparation checks anyway yeah how, how about that kind of stuff how about we care more about the actual damage that we do as people right now yep buy recycled that's what you should do. That should be that. That should be the title of this this episode. Buy recycled. Yeah. Go buy something recycled. Don't worry about it. Don't hold it up. Nobody knows what you have in your hand. Nobody said. Nobody, nobody knows what you bought. Oh no, they know already. <laughs> they know already. I'm just saying, like, how about like if you're gonna? But the, my my point is, if you're so ramped up mm-hmm. about you know equity, equality, civil rights, all that shit, just put <clears> your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting mad about like I don't, I shouldn't be the responsible for reparations checks. Or I should be responsible. How about you just like buy responsibly? Yeah, stop being a hypocrite. Yeah, drinking out of like aluminum cans, dug out of the ground. No, no that's, that's bullshit. Yeah, Those, this, yeah, this, this, <laughs> that's all recycled. Yeah, this, this is your house. <laughs> this is my house. But no, I mean, I think you should be more responsible with your with your wallet and how you live right now, mm-hmm. going forward. Yes. Rather than looking back and like pointing a finger at somebody, something somebody said ten years ago, or somebody the way somebody's been living their life. And then being like, oh, you've been doing this wrong, that wrong, whatever. No, start fresh and stop being an asshole now. Yeah. Buy recycle. Yeah. But is that the title? I guess. I said it, I said it three or four times already. By the end of the show, it's, it's probably in big letters right now, right in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Buy recycle. Like flashed. And an hour and three minutes mm-hmm. of the episode. It's more than that. We, we ranted for a bit before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like an hour. It's just like right in the screen right now. It hasn't gone away. Yeah. In fact, the music is playing, and that's going to be the screen um, yapping us out. Yeah. Unless you had something else. You got some other stuff? You got uh, some fun, wild shit that you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. I guess I'll... Um, I'll be on a, on a Canadian safety publication. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah so like that's coming up pretty soon. I shot the pictures already, so... You're going to be um, published. You're a published author. I'll be... Um, um, I work... It'll be... Yeah, it'll be nationwide, so the, the publication will go out. Is the it going to be on your side? Huh? I'm sorry. Oh, no. It'll be on my side. I didn't want to be... I didn't want to be in it, even. And so, uh, they just had no one else to film, so... My mom made me do this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm dealing with my own... Uh, um, Lincoln Park tragedy. Your <laughs> Lincoln Park tragedy. So yeah, um, it's good though. It's it's fun. So it was uh, you shot like seven or eight photos. I shot about yeah, I shot about sixty photos. Then we're gonna they're gonna pick whatever they're they gonna want, pick so. like a, a dozen or so. I think there's four. Four. Okay. Yeah. So still, that's kind of I'll nice. be one of them. Yeah. That's nice to have to be recognized by your field to make these images to yeah bring yeah. joy and happiness into the yeah, I know lives I, of the heathens. Yeah, I was, I was I was testing this one this one girl in the, uh, in the picture and she was uh I was looking straight at her because I, I was doing a breathalyzer test on her, like a mock one. Were you going to fucking karate kick her in the face like Elvis Presley? No, we were both this? sitting down, right? I, but I kind of look her in the eye like this, and I was like, yeah. like that, right? And yeah. I was, yeah, I was looking, and she was looking at me too, right? I, I was trying, we were both, I think, to both try not to laugh, but we're just like, oh my god. And then I was like, should have talked about your raw animal magnetism. Oh yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, she's pretty cute. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my, uh, she probably half fun. my age, but I was like, oh, oh yeah. good lord. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's pretty neat though. I think it's it's fun to, to be asked and it's kind of cool when it's published and you've got like a little piece of paper there, your magazine that you've taken those photos. Yeah, I would keep it. Yeah, yeah this is a reference. For sure. <laughs> there you go. But I'm yeah, attached it to my uh, resume. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, I am literally the face of safety. You are the face <laughs> of safety in Canada. That's, that, that's all I got. That's all I got too. Um, we're, up, well, I will say we're in the top 8% of podcasts because we release an episode every week. Yeah. If you can do that, you're in the top eight. Yeah, we're like we're like we're like the we're like the we're we're the weekly beats version of uh, of podcasts because like you yeah. know when um, you can go on weekly beats and like my cousin and my friend are there, so if you want to go check out their music, um, we'll, go check it out. We'll check it out. There's just one every every week. There's something else coming out. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, we we get all jacked up on cocaine and steroids just for you people. Just for you people. We're jumping off buildings. Yeah, I'm wasted right now. <laughs> I'm drunk right now. Oh, you want to say your thing? Peace out. That was a quick ending. <laughs>